Well, hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode with Brittany Bundles. You are listening to the Brittany Bundles podcast, where we empower people through entrepreneurship. And today, what I'd like to talk about is I'd like to talk about some business lessons that I've learned along my journey. You know, I think it's very important that we all document and keep track of what we've learned, what we want to do different, what we enjoyed, what we didn't enjoy, where we want to be, where we don't want to be. Just a lot of self-reflection. You know, that's what I've been doing here lately, looking at everything as a whole and deciding how I feel about how things are going. Now for my business, I like to continuously learn, but I don't want to learn so much that I'm not retaining what I'm learning, if that makes sense. You know, sometimes in school, I remember in my middle school, high school days, when there were quizzes or like a big exam, I would find myself trying to cram so much information and learn so much in a short span of time, me along with some of my other peers, uh, that it seemed like I almost wasn't learning you know, like I wasn't retaining that information. And so going through life, I try to make sure that I'm doing the learning at a pace that is good for me, at a pace that will allow me to retain what I'm going through, if that makes sense. Okay. So today I'm going to be going over some business lessons. I think these lessons are very essential. Uh, they tie into the building blocks of what our podcast is on building our businesses on solid foundations and doing the right action steps. So if you are interested in learning the business lessons that I really take to heart and business lessons that I think will be beneficial to all entrepreneurs out there in one aspect or another, then be sure to stay tuned. Uh, like always, I ask you all to share the podcast. Go ahead and share the podcast, please, on your social media if you can. Share it to a friend or family member via text message, uh, DM. You can also turn on the podcast when you're riding in the car with someone. Um, but let's get the word out. Let's continue to grow this podcast. Also, be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram. Uh, the podcast is on Instagram at Brittany Bundles underscore podcast. Okay, so make sure that you are following that podcast platform on Instagram as well, please. I'll go ahead and give you all a moment to share the podcast and follow the podcast on Instagram, and I'll be right back with you all in a moment. All right. All right. So we are back with another podcast episode. Thank you all for sharing the podcast. Thank you for following on Instagram. And let's get right into the podcast episode. So today we're talking about business lessons. So the first thing that I want to go over is you reap what you sow. Okay. And this is very true in business. So this is one of the reasons why I am really big on working fundamentally, treating people right, building relationships, um, making sure that you are mapping out a plan for your business because what you plant is going to come up as your fruit, you know, and we don't want rotten fruit us, you know, so to speak. We want to make sure that we're producing positive fruits. We want to make sure that our business is continuously growing. And so ways that you can look at doing that, ways that I've learned to look at producing positive fruit is treating people right. 
okay? So there are a lot of business owners that don't follow the book. But when I say don't follow the book, I'm, I'm referring to not acting in integrity. There's a lot of business owners that are looking at ways to make the next come up without necessarily ensuring that they're doing the best work on both parties' behalf. And so I've talked a lot on this platform and also on my YouTube channel at the Britney Bundles, um, not at the Britney Bundles YouTube, but it's it's Britney Bundles on YouTube, excuse me. Uh, I talk a lot over there about making sure that you're treating people right, treat people how you want to be treated and making sure that you're operating from an ethical stance. Also, that's one way that I've learned to look at business, but another way that I've learned to look at business in relation to reaping what you sow is what you put into your business is what you're going to get back. So if you're being patient with your business, in a sense, your business is going to be patient with you. Meaning if you're quick to give up on your business, if you're quick to throw in the towel and say, you know, I'm done with it, you may feel like your business is not giving you the results that you wanted to, to, to produce. If you're being patient with your business and you're understanding that although you may have not received the results that you wanted in the time frame that you anticipated, but it is going to come, a lot of times we can see our business in a different light where it looks as if our business is being patient with us. And I know some people understand exactly what I'm saying. So however you're treating your business is what you're going to get out of it. Okay, I'm not saying that if you spend all of your money and all of your time on your business, you're going to become a millionaire. I'm not guaranteeing any monetary amount, but I am saying that your business benefits from you doing the right action steps and from you being consistent with it, from you showing your business support, from you loving your business. I have learned while being an entrepreneur, instead of focusing on who's not supporting, and who is supporting, I first want to make sure that my mind frame is in the right place. Am I supporting myself? Do I believe in what I'm selling? Do I believe in what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if I don't believe what I'm doing, I don't care who else believes anything else, I'm not going to operate in my best potential because I'm not doing something that's coming from my heart. And it's just that serious to me. You know, a business should be a reflection of who you are. Your business should speak volumes as to where your heart is at. There are people that come to me not because I'm the the, the newest it girl. <laughs> I'm not an it girl, by the way. Not because I am the very best mentor or coach. Not because I've sold the very um, uh, most bundles on this platform. But it's because of my integrity and the relationships that we've built. I don't enjoy getting over on people. I don't find fulfillment in ripping anyone off. I'm not happy when I'm not doing something that's right. I feel entitled to do the right thing. And until we get to the point where we're holding ourselves accountable for supporting our business, treating others with respect, operating in integrity, staying consistent, not giving up until we're able to put the same pressure that we have on other people to support us on ourselves. We may never know the full potential of our business. So what I've learned again is to worry about what I'm planting, worry about what I'm thinking, 
worry about my perception of my business, worry about my heart, worry about the view that I have of my business through my lens, worry about being my biggest supporter, worry about being creative for my business, and then everything else follows. Instead of me pointing the finger and worrying about who doesn't support me, who didn't do this, who didn't do that, what can I do to make sure that I'm supporting myself? How can I support my business? Okay. And of course, support comes in all different aspects. And yes, we do need people to support our business. So I'm not saying that you can support your business and everything is going to fall in line magically. But I am saying how you view your business, a lot of times it's going to be a reflection of how you truly feel about your business. And how you feel about your business is going to allow others to determine if they want to work with you or not. Have you ever worked with someone that really didn't believe, you could tell that they it didn't seem as though they believed in what they were selling? Maybe you go through a drive through and you ask, hey, um, is the food fresh right now? And they may say, ah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Or you may say, hey, you know, I see you have the flavor of the day or the, the dessert of the day. How is it? Is it really good? And they may say something like, well, it's okay. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> and because they said it like that, you may question, you know, yourself and you may second guess uh, your decision as to if you want to purchase that or not, because they didn't seem very confident, right? Same analogy with your business. The next thing I want to go to is never get too comfortable without being disciplined. Okay. That's another thing I learned. Another huge lesson in business that I've learned. Never get too comfortable without being disciplined. Now, the reason that I say without being disciplined is because I've come to a point in my business where I'm comfortable and I enjoy it. I enjoy being able to do what I do. I've been doing it for a while. So I'm, I'm comfortable in what I do. You know, a lot of times when we do things over and over, we can become comfortable with that area in our life. So if I go to the gym, more the more I go to the gym, the more I become comfortable in the gym. Um, the more I do sew-ins, for example, the more I'll become comfortable doing sew-ins. Uh, the more I type on my on my laptop, the more comfortable I'll begin. I, I learn to be typing, even with long nails. And so it's okay to become comfortable, contrary to what others say. You know, I've even said it before, I believe, don't get too comfortable. But what I mean by that when I actually dissect it is don't get too comfortable without being disciplined. Because if you don't have discipline and all you're focused on is being comfortable, you may find yourself lacking and becoming inconsistent and noticing your business start to decline. See, business is similar to credit. It's something that you always have to be conscious of and always have to continuously work at. You don't just get to a place where your business is just that and, and it's, it's done, you know. There are businesses that are on top this month that won't be on top next month. There are businesses that have been on top for the last 10 years that have slowly started to decline based on different leaders becoming too comfortable and not being disciplined enough to continue to move their business forward. Momentum is very important with business. And I have learned that working with different entrepreneurs, not even looking at the entrepreneurs that I work with, but looking at business as a whole, different companies. There are some companies I'll go on Facebook and I see companies that have been in my city for years that have decided to close. They got new management maybe a year ago. And I, you know, I wasn't in any of their board meetings, so I don't know the exact reasons besides what they put out there to the public. But a lot of companies experience their businesses having to close prematurely in a lot of instances. Some have been in business for years and decades, but still close prematurely. 
because they were not disciplined enough to find a plan. First, acknowledge that there was an issue and then take a look to see where the issue is, identify that, and then implement the right action steps to correct it. Some people literally with their business act as if there's not an issue. They rather turn their eye to it and think and hope that it's just going to go away just because. And then when they find a motivational video or maybe a song, then that's when they want to pick the business back up again. But a business, again, it's it's like credit or it's like a relationship, you know? Um, there's not too many people out there that are in healthy relationships that are going to allow you to put them down and pick them back up whenever you feel. So you want to make sure that you're being conscious that your business is a, it's it's a, it's a, it's a living, it's a living extension of your dreams, okay? And we have to look at it with that much importance. The next thing that I want to go over, this is number three, is consistency cures, okay? Consistency cures. So there's a lot of conflicts. There is a lot of ups and downs. There is a lot of obstacles that come along with businesses sometimes, okay? I remember when I first started my business and I I was scammed out of money. And I talk about that experience on YouTube. And, um, you know, at that point, I was very, very, what are the right words? I was upset. I was in disbelief, shock. I was discouraged. And I had some some choices. I could have decided to stop. I could have decided to uh, let my anger get the best of me and, and, and act in anger. I could have decided to do a lot of different things. But what I decided to do was to follow the right protocol. And I went over that on my YouTube channel. And I decided to continue to push forward with implementing different um, protection around my business to ensure that that instance wouldn't happen again. And I was consistent in making sure that I put different fraud protection measures in place for my business so that I wouldn't experience anything remotely close to what I had experienced before. And I won't ever take a loss like that. Now, again, people are always getting crafty. There's always another scam, right? There's always another way to commit fraud. So there's people that, you know, find ways to cheat the system. So I'm not saying that, you know, it was a guaranteed way or a guaranteed um, um, protection plan that no one could ever get around. But I'm saying that I never was scammed in that way again. And I stayed consistent to how I was protecting my business. Not only that, that's one aspect of being consistent, but I stay consistent in making sure for example, that I read through all of the conditions and terms when it came to choosing a payment merchant because I wanted to know exactly how I was going to be protected in the event of a chargeback, in the event of fraud, fraudulent orders. I was very consistent in my posting. Now, my posting schedule on YouTube has changed quite a bit, but I've been consistently posting since I started YouTube. I don't think I've gone more than a week without posting since I've started, and that's been years ago. So a lot of times, some of the issues that we're facing, if we just would have stayed consistent, can fix a lot of things that we go through. 
a lot of people that I work with on a mentoring uh, basis, they come to me and then they 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 continue on and they come back after some some months or they may come back. Some have come back after a year. And what I've noticed is that they haven't been consistent. So maybe the issue may be, hey, I'm really wanting to increase my website traffic. And for a while, you're posting. For a while, you're reaching out to people. And for a while, you're seeing the, the increase with your website traffic. But because the consistency stops, you may see the increase continue a little bit further than the consistency stopping. And then you may notice that you're at a standstill. And then you may start to see some of the visits going down. And if you would have stayed consistent, that the chances of your numbers increasing would have been a lot higher. So consistency cures a lot of things that we're going through and a lot of problems that we like to talk about and that we like to look for solutions for. The solution is in the consistency. The consistency is the, is the cure a lot of times. So that's another thing that I've learned. Stay consistent. I know a lot of people say it. I say it all the time too, but I'm not saying it just because it sounds popular. I'm saying it because it's true. Anything that you do, you want to be consistent. For example, if I go to the gym for two days straight and then I miss five days, okay, I'm going to notice the difference in how I feel leaving the gym, how I feel when I get to the gym because I have not been consistent. You want to make sure that you are being your, your very best, and that includes being as consistent as you possibly can when it comes to your business. The fourth tip that I want to go over. So the next thing is not all money is good money. Okay, not all money is good money. Um, there are going to be times where you have to make decisions in business where you may have to turn down a sale. You may have to turn down a client relationship based on different factors. I would love to say that everyone I've encountered doing business with has been polite and has been pleasant to work with. But in reality, there have been some people that were not polite. There have been some people that were not pleasant to work with. And I don't go around saying, hey, you don't, you didn't use your manner, so I'm not selling you here. I don't do that at all. But you know, it comes to a point where you have to determine where your boundaries are for your business. I remember I was working in a call center and uh, customers would come in, call in, excuse me, upset about their bill. And um, a customer one time got to calling me out of my name. They were calling me racial slurs. And um, they couldn't see me, but a lot of times people will um, sum up your voice over the phone and associate you with the race that they think you sound like. And so I was getting called racial slurs, like I mentioned. And although that company could have potentially made money from that call by selling certain products, the manager allowed me to disconnect the call because at that point I was enduring verbal abuse. Okay, so not all money is good money. There are going to be some customers, maybe, depending on how many people you work with and how long you stay in business, that may be very disrespectful and that may actually get verbally abusive. And at that point, you have to decide, am I going to do business with this person? There may be a person that has stolen from your business and, and you know that they did. And now they're coming back and they say, hey, I want to work with you in this way. And so you have to determine if that's going to be wise or not. Now, again, this is not saying that you're going to go around discriminating. Again, like I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, I'm all for being fair, doing what's right, working in integrity. But you'll notice that there are going to be some instances where you have to make an executive decision and you have to understand that not all money is good money. The last thing that I want to go over is celebrate successes. 
So what I've learned in business, along with everything else that I mentioned is, sometimes we don't give ourselves credit for the good we're doing. Sometimes we don't stop to smell the roses. Sometimes we continue to pedal, 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 and we don't stop to celebrate the successes. I've learned to celebrate my successes along the way. I've learned to give myself credit. I've learned to give myself grace. I've learned to treat myself. I've learned to support myself, like I've mentioned before. Instead of waiting for anyone else to say, good job, I'm the first one telling myself, Brittany, we did that. We did that. We're doing this. Great job. I'm happy with this. And it's important that you hear those words. You know, all day you can have people saying negative things, even if they're saying it in a joking way or talking down on your business or talking down on your creativity on talk, or talking down on, um, you know, one of your plans that you have not yet uh, taken action on or a plan that you are going to take action on. So it's important that we are speaking positive and we're speaking light back into ourselves and our business. So celebrate your successes. Identify what's going right. And I know sometimes when you're focused on make, making a certain uh, amount or on a certain metric with your business and it's not there, it can be hard to not have tunnel vision because you're so focused on getting over that curve. However, you want to make sure that you're also giving yourself grace. Give yourself grace to learn. Give yourself grace to experience. Give yourself grace to fall. You know, there's a song that I love by Donnie McClurkin. We fall down, but we get up. Because you fall does not mean that you're a failure. Just because you fall does not mean you have to stay there. Just because something didn't turn out how you intended. Like I say in a lot of different podcasts, does not mean that you're not going to end up with a turnout way bigger than what you ever expected. So those are some of the lessons that I've learned. I mean, I can go on all night talking about everything that I've learned during my entrepreneurial journey. You know, honestly, without embarking into entrepreneurship, I would not be the person that I am today. It's shaped me in so many different ways, and I'm forever grateful for this experience. I'm grateful for the gifts that God has blessed me with in order to do what I do. And I hope this podcast resonated uh, to some of you out there. If you'd like to share what lessons you've learned, there is a section on the Anchor app. If you're listening to the podcast on Anchor where you can write notes so you can go ahead and share your business lessons. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram and you can leave a comment as to the lessons that you've learned. Like I say in every podcast episode, I really don't want it to end. Be sure that you're following me on social media. Please follow me at Brittany underscore bundles. That's Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y underscore bundles, B-U-N-D-L-E-S. I'm on YouTube, Brittany Bundles, Twitter, Brittany Bundles, and Facebook, Brittany Bundles. Until next time, I'll talk to you all in the next podcast episode.